All right, cool. Three, two, one. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the fifth episode of the Thank God for Wrestling podcast. I'm your one of your hosts, Johnny King. The other host, CJ McClure. Yes, sir. And guys, I appreciate all the support with these. If you listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, if you watch YouTube videos, you know, we just have fun doing it. No matter how big we get, we're just going to keep doing it because we like to share our opinions. And we know there's always going to be a community of people watching. But yeah, let's get down to business, man. We had a okay week of wrestling. Nothing too crazy. They're still trying to set everything up for SummerSlam. But we're going to go over Raw, then get into um, SmackDown. And then we're going to do our SummerSlam predictions as of whatever matches are confirmed right now. And then we're going to get into a special prompt. And today's special prompt is, should be a fun one. So, yeah. So, Monday Night Raw, the Judgment Day kicks it off. Everybody's in the ring except for Dominic. And then we hear, first of all, Damian Priest, bro. He, like, messed up, like, the, did you hear him? He, like, messed up the entrance. He, I guess he was trying to do, like, like a Raw, Welcome to Raw is Jericho or, like, Welcome to Monday Night Rollins type thing. And he was, like, Welcome to All Rise for the Judgment Day. And I was like, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah. It was like you could tell he knew he messed up because it was like kind of awkward. And then he like tried to play it off. It was funny. People were talking about him on Twitter. But uh yeah, so yeah, they go on. Yeah, facts. Um, they go on talking about uh they want to honor their new NXT North American champion. So there's a video package of Dominic Mysterio defeating Wesley for the championship. And Rhea Ripley says it's her honor to welcome the new champion, the Latino Heat, the hottest man she knows, Dominic, Dirty Dominic Mysterio. And so Dominic comes out, he gets his own entrance. This is almost kind of like a championship celebration, I guess. But, bro, have you seen, like, all this stuff, like, her and Do like Rhea and Dominic have been doing? Like, even though I know it's all, like, they're just acting like, bro, the stuff they've been saying and, like, the stuff they've been doing, it's kind of getting, like, kind of wild. Like, if I'm Buddy Matthews, bro, I'm like, Rhea, what are you doing? Like, So, uh, maybe this is just me so falling for kayfabe, but, like, a month ago, I thought they were actually people. I mean, yeah, it's bro. obviously kayfabe and just them acting, but I think it was specifically a time where uh, I saw a video of Rhea harrying Dom, and I'm like, I don't know. Like, I was like, I'm starting to think. I was like, are y'all actually together together? Like, is this sort of the case where wrestlers fall for each other? I completely forgot Rio's with Buddy Matthews. So, Girl, yeah, I'm saying. <laughs> like, like I, yeah, it's really tough. Like, I wouldn't be surprised if Buddy Matthews and her, like, they broke up and, like, but I don't know. It's It's just they're doing a great job at whatever they're doing. And then. There's another video package after Dominic gets to the ring uh, talking about his career. And it literally says that he's the best luchador of all time, which is crazy, bro. That's a crazy statement. But Mega Heat, obviously, that's a heel move. And then, yeah, after that, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn come out. And there's K KO Chance. And then Sami tells uh, Dominic the best thing he can do for the business is just shut up. And then they go back and forth. Bro, we've been getting, like, the same Raw, like, <laughs> week to week to week. It's the Judgment Day and KO have a match. Cody cuts a promo. Like, it's just the same. I don't know, bro. Maybe I'm just being a Scrooge. But, like, I just feel like it's the same booking over and over and over again. 
I think, and we're probably going to be saying this a lot, I just think once SummerSlam is done, I like best case scenario, we get a bunch of good payoffs. They're all good matches. At least leaves off on a good note. We go into something else. Yeah. And then, so eventually, Dominic Mysterio and Sami Zayn, well, Sami Zayn saying, we had the titles on the line last week. I want you to put the North American Championship on the line. And before Dominic can even say he accepts, Rhea Ripley accepts for him. And you can kind of see a little bit of tension between the two. And Dominic's like, did you really just accept it on my behalf? But yeah, Rhea says he'll take it. So that's scheduled for later tonight. And then... Becky Lynch makes her way to the ring because she has a match against Zoe Stark. And if she wins this, then she gets a match with Trish Stratus. And then we come back from the break. Honestly, bro, this match was okay. Like I said, I'm still kind of over this Trish and uh, Trish Stratus, Becky Zoe Stark thing. But Zoe Stark, bro, she showcased her moves. She's a great wrestler. There was a couple things that I wanted to point out. Let me go to my notes. A couple one of her. Uh... Yeah, she she hit like a springboard drop kick. It was so effort effortlessly effort effortlessly too. Holy, but yeah, Zoe showed off. Even though she didn't uh get the win, which I wasn't expecting her to, because they're trying to set up the match for SummerSlam. But yeah, overall, bro, I mean, it wasn't a bad match. Oh, yeah. I mean, this was better than their match. The, the last one they had a few weeks ago, I quite frankly think it was better than the match that Becky and Trish had back in the United Champions. Maybe that's yeah. a hot take for me, but oh, yeah, nah, good bro. match. I mean, did, did, did job. It's like, can you hear my air conditioning in the background? No. No? No? Okay, cool. It's like uh, weird because I, I get Trish's older, so she can't really go like she used to. Like, I would much rather just, like, see Zoe versus Becky in a feud to help build Zoe up rather than, like... Because, like, what is Trish even bringing to, to the table at this point? Like, what is she adding? You know what I mean? Star power. Yeah. But, like, even then, it's like... I don't know. I don't know, man. But, yeah. I don't want to hate, on... hate on Trish by any means, right? Yeah, I'm I mean, not hating on her. I'm just... Yeah. yeah. I mean, she, she paved the way, just... but, I mean, but, yeah, I mean, yeah, she... I... She's past her prime. I mean, she was she was moving a lot better when she came back for that one-off match against Charlotte at SummerSlam years ago. Like, like she yeah. she still had an agility left in the tank, but I, I don't know. We I, I feel like just like with Raw, we're kind of just going in circles with this. That's and what just, I'm saying. It's just like the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. So I mean, again, just have the match at SummerSlam. I hope they prove us wrong and at least have a good one to end off the feud. Yeah, they need to go, have a good match and end it, bro. And then just go the separate ways, transition to something else. Yeah. And then next, who would have thought? Um, Cody Rhodes comes back to cut a promo. And this promo is honestly kind of like his version of like a hard times promo. Like... He talks about it, and, bro, I don't know about you, but I'm getting tired of this. So, what do you guys want to talk about? Yeah, that's – some some catchphrases stick. Summer, summer fire. That's – that's it's just gotten old. I, I, I can't argue with that. And real quick, I have failed to mention this when we started this podcast, but one thing that I, like – 
one thing that irritates me about the Cody Brock feud, we still don't know why Brock Lesnar attacked Cody Rhodes in the first place. The only thing that we got was like speculation from Cody that Brock Lesnar was upset with his placement on the card to WrestleMania. And I got the main event. He was in the opening match of the Omos. That's, that's it. I'm like, that doesn't, in my mind, that doesn't make any sense. Bro, they're, they don't have a reason because there is none. They needed Cody to go through adversity so we can buy time up before eventually, I guess, he goes to Mania. But, like, yeah, there's literally no reason that they should be fighting. Like, it's not even like they really have history together. Like, what's the point, bro? Like, not, I don't not know. But, yeah. But uh, Cody talks about saying his uh, mother knows that Brock made a big mistake about attacking him. And the mistake that he made was leaving Cody Rhodes breathing. So Cody got a little got a little aggressive there. Uh, and then basically it's just he talks about he's going to be Lesnar up at SummerSlam because it's what he deserves. And he'll look back on this time realizing one is wasn't pretty, but he's pinning that final chapter in this story. And at SummerSlam, this will end. So I'm hoping that next week we get a stipulation announced. I like I know we talked about it before, but like, bro, if they really want to make it in my eyes, if they really want to make it interesting, they need to do a submission match, bro. They need to make someone tap or like an I quit match so someone definitely gives up. You know what I mean? Well, then I guess with that logic, I would think last man standing, but Brock was just in a last man standing match a year ago. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah, that, yeah. that'd be a little repetitive. But I mean, I I still stand by two out of three falls or three stages of hell just because you could be like, oh, Cody outlasted Brock. Cody went the distance. Brock did. Yeah. I mean, Brock had nothing left in the hang. Cody did. But I see your point about a submission match. Maybe add a submission match in three stages of hell. Maybe that's, that's the true. last now, maybe that's the last match in it yeah. is I just, whatever the yeah. other two are. Yeah, I just don't think that Brock would even agree to, like, putting Cody over in that way, like, tapping out or oh, saying, no. I quit. Like, no way Brock is agreeing to saying, I quit, bro. No. I, I yeah. mean, they're, they're both unlikely, but I think tap out is more likely than I quit just because, granted, it yeah. was 20 years ago, but Brock has tapped out to Kurt Angle as far as, I mean, yeah. did we talk about this? Is he the only one that ever tapped? Kurt Angle's it was, it was, it was Chris Benoit, too. Right, only those two. Yeah, those only two. That's right, and he lost by submission to Taker at WrestleMania eight years ago. He just didn't tap out. He passed out. Yeah, he passed out. Oh, yeah, okay. From the Hell's Gate, I think, right? Yeah, Hell's Gate. Yeah, yeah. So, and so yeah, one thing yeah. I do hope, just quick sidebar, is yeah. did they say they're going to do a contract signing next week? Or are they going to meet together? I think Brock is supposed to be there. I think they announced Brock, but I don't know about uh, a contract signing. Well, regardless, I guess what I'm getting at is I want to actually, I appreciate fighting and uh, the aggressive brawls and all that to move a feud, but with them, it's getting old. I want to see them just in the ring and just go to a war of words. I want to actually, yeah. like, let's go a little old school and actually have Brock like interact with Cody back and forth. Mm -hmm. Like, bro, and we, you know, yeah, like we know he's capable of it too. Yeah. Based off the feud with Roman. Like, I'm like, I don't, how are we having a Brock and Cody feud, but Brock is never there? 
And it's literally just Cody cutting the same promo over and over and over. Yeah, it's, I mean, Brock has obviously been showing up more, you know, this year alone. And yeah. obviously it's part of his career. But at the end of the day, Brock's still a part-timer. So, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Bro, for right now, bro, I'm still in the camp. Like, Cody Rhodes has lost momentum, bro. Like, I'm still in the camp of, like, to me, bro, I don't care. When I When he comes on my TV, I'm just like, okay, cool. Like, I don't know. Like, when he first came back, bro, I was like, okay, now it's interesting. But now, obviously, the loss of, to Roman, like, dropped his stock a little bit, like, momentum. But I still feel like I should be wanting to see him on my TV, TV every week. I'm slowly getting there, too, but that's just because I'm getting tired of the Brock feud. And I, I hope the next thing they transition Cody with, to your point, brings back a little momentum, brings back a little intrigue. But to play devil's advocate... He's still getting good reactions when his music hits. The woes are still getting louder and louder, or at least maintaining. So he's still staying relevant. I wouldn't say he's over, over, you know, like he was earlier this year when yeah. he came back to Rumble and won, but he's still relevant. So, yeah. And after that, uh, they go back to a replay showing Ricochet flying over the top rope with Logan Paul. And then Jackie Redman's backstage with Ricochet, and she asked about Logan Paul coming to Raw. Ricochet says he's thrilled that Logan Paul accepted his invitation to Raw tonight, but Ricochet doesn't like that he's late because he thinks he's a bigger star. Ricochet says they'll have some business to settle. Whatever he wants to say to Logan Paul, he can do it to his face. So he's just inviting Logan Paul to come talk to him one more time. Bro, I think this match will be like a good wrestling match for sure, like no doubt. Oh, yeah, I agree. I think the match is going to be good. It's going to be flippy stuff. Their athleticism is going to be put on display. Um, I I don't want to get ahead of myself. You know, I don't want to get to the segment just yet. I got yeah, thoughts yeah, on that. You're bro. good. Yeah. And then after that, we come back and we have the North American Championship match. Sami Zayn and Dominic Mysterio. Dirty Dominic Mysterio. My bad. And, um, yeah, the match was... Okay, uh, I mean, it was what it was. Don, there wasn't really, yeah, there wasn't really thing any any anything crazy. I just don't understand, bro. Like, I get they're trying to expose NXT to a wider audience so they can up the NXT viewers because they want to be dynamite in the uh, ratings and collision. But like, why are we having two main roster guys again fighting over NXT championship? Like it has no ties to NXT. It's not like Dominic's on NXT. He's only been on there for what the past three weeks, but he's not really like considered an NXT star. Yeah, so it's, it's not like, like you're having it's not like you're having Wesley come to Raw and throw yeah. an open challenge and have like a dream match, yeah. you know, the uh, title. And like they kind of backed themselves into a corner because Sammy's a champion. And Dominic's a champion, so one of them has to lose. And yeah. Dominic did win based off a of distraction, but I still don't think he should have beat Sami Zayn, who was this close to beating Roman Reigns at one point. Yeah, I mean, I hear what you're saying, but at the end of the day, Sami's still a champion, so I mean, it still gives him some, what's the word, coverage, I guess. Yeah. And then I don't know if you heard, but uh, supposedly Kevin Owens is like actually hurt his ribs or something. Yeah, I did hear about that. And um, yeah. So I don't know if they're gonna. Me. Yeah, I don't know if they're gonna have a match on SummerSlam probably. Yeah, I mean, I guess not. I mean, but I 
Uh, I hope it's not too serious. Hope it's minor. You know, I'd, I'd hate for them to have to vacate the titles because of a real injury. And then, you know, they have to call an audible on what to do with Sammy. But uh, I hope he gets yeah. better. Yeah. And so Dominic uh, got the pinfall victory off distraction. And then after that, we get a video talking about SmackDown, just explaining what happened this past Friday. And then we get a Shinsuke Nakamura backstage package, and Ricochet comes up and asks if he if Shinsuke's seen Logan Paul, but Nakamura hasn't. Ricochet walks off. Tommaso Ciampa walks in and uh, talks to Ricochet, saying he cost. I mean, talks to Shinsuke, saying he cost Shinsuke the match last week. But just for clarity, uh, don't get into my match tonight versus Bronson Reed. And Shinsuke says nothing. So. I would love to see like a I would love to see a Shinsuke Champa feud. I can download that. Yeah. And just, just have both of them be aggressive as heck. You know, what I mean that's Champa. what I'm saying. Like you could put on bangers, bro. Right. No, yeah, I I can get down with that. Yeah. And then that sets up the Bronson Reed um Tommaso Champa match. And then, but before that. We see Dominic Mysterio walking backstage with Senor Money in the Bank. Bro, Vince McMahon just loves, like, nicknames, dog. Big Bronson Reed, Dirty Dominic Mysterio, Senor Money in the Bank. And uh, Damian Priest and Rhea and all them walk past Apollo Crews and Akira Tozawa. Basically, the moral of the story is uh, Crews and Priest agree on a match tonight. And Priest tells him that he'll receive his punishment. So that sets up the match later tonight. And then they go into the Bronson Reed versus Champa match, bro. The match was it was pretty good. Yeah, I, you often forget how strong these guys are, but Champa picking up uh, Bronson and doing the move. I mean, that, uh, that got a huge reaction from the crowd. Yeah, bro, Champa. So there's a there's like a well known bodybuilding coach, and he's based out of Florida, and he coaches like a lot of the WWE guys, and so that's why like he does Apollo Cruz, he does uh. Champa, um, who was Ludwig Kaiser, like a lot of those guys are coached by him. And bro, Champa, um, I'm pretty sure he's competing in a few bodybuilding competitions because bro's like he's not crazy big, but bro's ripped, bro. Yeah, I mean Champa's in shape. No, no yeah. doubt about that. Yeah. And then yeah, the match was the match was good. I can't lie. But we do see uh Shinsuke walk down the ramp and then Champa leaves the ring. To warn Nakamura to go back, and then Champa turns into the massive short tackle from uh, Reed, which then leads to Reed getting the win. So I'm glad they didn't have Champa win. I mean, Reed went completely clean, but to still protect Champa. So hopefully we see a Shinsuke uh, Champa feud in the future. So Big Bronson Reed got the win there. I saw someone was like, <laughs> Vince McMahon wants to call him fat, but he just didn't want to use fat. So he just said big. I was like, geez, bro. I mean, they're not wrong. Like, that's not really like what happens to the colossal Bronson Reed. That was a cool name. Like, why Vince just has to change everything, bro? Just hops on Zoom, just like we are, and be like, Hunter. No, literally, bro. And he he had surgery this week on his, on his spine, on his spine. Yeah. Oh dang! And somehow he's still making changes, bro. You know the first thing he did after he got out of surgery? Tell tell yeah, Paul to call me right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, I I like nicknames, don't get me wrong, but 
You don't hear them calling Roman the tribal chief reigns. I mean, yeah. it's like, again, like, I like Dirty Dom. I think that goes hard, but don't call him Dirty Dominic Mysterio with a dropkick. Dirty Dominic yeah, Mysterio is going on top. I mean, like, like, that yeah. gets annoying. Facts. So, it just gets overused. Right. Like they like they had to cut they learned I thought they learned that with Seth freaking Rollins. They had to cut it down and stop using freaking so much. But I don't know. After that, replays are shown of the women's champion reattacking um Raquel and Liv Morgan. Byron's backstage with Liv Morgan after that. Morgan says Raquel is hurting, but she'll recover. Morgan says Rhea Ripley is all hers tonight. Ripley thinks she can do anything. She's the last person to defeat Ripley. She may get beaten up, but maybe she won't. Morgan walks off. And after that, the women's tag team champion, Sonya Deville and Chelsea Green, walk up. They're not happy that Saxon didn't interview them. They're not happy that he wants to talk about Rhea Ripley. Then Rhea Ripley walks in the camera and says they're scared, and they're scared away. Uh, Ripley says she warned Raquel and Liv to stay out of her way, but they don't listen. And after that, it's a commercial break. Then we come back, and we see champion Seth Rollins with Adam Pearce off in Adam Pierce's office looking at a contract. So, bro, we're going to get more into the women's tag team championship stuff on SmackDown, but I don't, it's just the booking situations, bro. I don't know. It's just like they're, they're really making the women's tag team championships belt to mean nothing, like more than they already are, which is sad. You know, I flashback years ago, I, I respected and appreciated that you know the you know the women's revolution, the women's evolution. I I did respect and appreciate all that. The women getting more time and being in more matches than the men are. But I just felt like when they were bringing in the tag team titles, I'm like, uh, that's that's gonna be a bit of a mistake. Yeah. I just because a title overload. There's already so many championships in WWE, NXT, NXT UK. Is NXT UK still a thing? I forgot. No, it's not. They merged. They had a... a That's right. Yeah. That's right. But regardless, still championship overload. And it was like, I I feel like it's going to be put up, pushed to the side. And that was right, unfortunately. It is, yeah. Bro, NXT UK, UK, like, I want to go back and start... uh, Rewatching like more of it on Peacock because like the stuff to, from what I've seen, bro, it's kind of like lit. Like they had Pete Dunn, they had uh Walter, they had Ila Dragonoff, JD Mc, they had all those guys. It looked awesome. I mean, I love yeah. United Kingdom Championship. I didn't watch them consistently just because again, I mean, with Championship Overload, there became Wrestling Overload. I mean, you got to consider yeah. at one point we had Raw, SmackDown. NXT, NXT UK, 205 mm-hmm. Live. And that's a lot mm-hmm. of wrestling in one week. Mm-hmm. So and I bro, just, yeah. Just when I saw it, I saw it. But what I do need to go do is watch their, a couple of their takeover pay per views when it was yeah. just NXT. Yeah, I need to go. I bet that. those are crazy. Plus, the and British no. fans go hard, like we talked about. That's what I'm saying. Like, they need to have more stuff in Britain, bro. Excellent. Yeah. And, bro, even now, it's so much wrestling. It's raw. Uh, NXT, AEW on Wednesdays. If you watch Impact, Impact on Thursdays. Then you have Friday Night SmackDown. After that is Rampage. Then on Saturday it's Collision. Then sometimes there's a PLE on Saturday or Sunday. Not to mention, isn't there isn't there NXT Level Up? I see that on YouTube. Oh yeah, that's like a. I think it comes on Peacock maybe after Smack. I'm not too sure, but it's like the 
it's like the dark like the dark matches for NXT, I guess. Like the new I people see. that have gotten the performance center. Gotcha. But yep, yep. Um after that, it's the Liv Morgan versus Rhea Ripley non-title match. Dude, like I hope we get Ripley versus Raquel at SummerSlam, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. Maybe payback. But right now, like Ripley hasn't really been doing anything besides like being Dominic's hype person. I mean, she's getting a lot of screen time, but she's not yeah, really doing anything as the really... women's champion. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know, I don't know if you've seen everything about the AEW women's division. And people are like, they need to treat them better, blah, 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 blah. Absolutely. It's been so much drama, bro. So much. And like honestly, both brands aren't doing a great job at their women's division, but AEW really isn't doing a good job. And so, like, there's really been, like, really, really bad outrage. But we're getting into the women's division more when we talk about SmackDown. Right. But, yeah, this match, it never started because Rhea uh, ended up – dang, where my notes go? Yeah, Rhea ended up attacking um, Morgan from behind. And – Yeah, like, it was a crazy attack. She hit Morgan from behind, and then, like, it was a work on her arm. And Liv Morgan was, like, she was acting really good. She made it seem like Rhea broke her arm. But, yeah, Liv Morgan sobbing in pain. Now the trainers try to stabilize her. And it was really just a thing to show Rhea's dominance over again. Apparently, Liv Morgan is hurt, too, just like Kevin Owens. Oh, yeah, yeah, But what's actually wrong with her? That I don't know. I didn't read too much into yeah. it. So maybe this was their way to write her off TV. Yeah. But this is like Honestly, Rhea's second attack. She's just going crazy, huh? <laughs> just got a bold of Brock Lesnar a little bit. Yeah, crazy. But I was going to say, though, I still would love to see a Raquel Rhea feud, but... Same. I think Liv should dethrone Rhea. Okay, that's a hot take. I I wouldn't be opposed to Raquel dethroning her, but I just think Liv needs more of an serious edge. Like I need to take her serious more, you know? Right. Cause right now she still kind of has that like adolescent like presentation. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just think her women's championship run last year was just cut too short because yeah, they did her dirty, bro. Yeah, I mean, so I, I just think a solid match with Rhea and just beat her would kind of get her back up and like just relevancy. Yeah. Not that she isn't relevant now because she is. I mean, Liv, Liv is over with the fans and she has been for yeah. a while. But to your point, I think just add a little bit of aggressiveness to her character. It might be cutting promos, to be honest with you. Like, I remember when Rhea came in, I think it was last week on Raw, interrupted her and Raquel. Just, like, Liv doesn't stutter, but I think we've talked mm-hmm. about it before. Like, make me believe. Make me That's believe. That's what I'm saying, yeah. Like, like make, yeah. make me believe that you're being genuine right now, which I'm going to be, mm-hmm. I'm going to say the same thing about Ricochet in a minute. But, yeah, yeah I, I, I see your That's saying. another I, one. I, I, wouldn't be, I wouldn't be opposed to either or. Raquel or Liv. Yeah. But we definitely got to have a Raquel Rhea feud. Yeah, but the Raquel feud, it, we need, like, Serious Raquel, like not the smiley hee 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 Raquel. Yeah. But yeah, and people people are saying they either want to see 
Liv, Raquel, or Becky. But obviously, Becky's tied up right now. But supposedly, rumors are saying they're trying to do Becky versus Rhea at Mania next year. Which... I'd personally still like to see Becky versus Ronda because we haven't gotten that. Bro, I don't... Ronda Rousey can... It's wraps for her, bro. It's done. <laughs> she even knows it's done. There's been reports saying that she's doing a... a you are going to do a fight at UFC 300. Well, I might have to watch that then. So... <laughs> yeah. But okay, then, I don't want to get down that, the rabbit hole. Oh, no, you're good, you're good. I'm sorry, I don't want to get down the rabbit hole, but now I'm thinking... What are the odds that Brock tries and fights at UFC 300? Because he did come back for UFC 200. Oh, especially with the Endeavor deal might be finalized by then and everything. Yeah. I just don't know if Brock has the desire to... I think he just wants to show up, make money, and go home. Like, I don't think he wants to actually yeah. put his body through. Like, you know what I mean? That's true. Yeah, that's true. Like, and I mean... And yeah. I could be wrong... I could be completely wrong saying this, but Brock is getting a little older. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Again, I'm not super educated on UFC. I've only known the big names, but I, mm. I don't know how old is too old in the UFC. Bro, I would, be, there can't be a bit of an exception. Yeah, I think UFC, they don't go past, like, their early 40s at most. I think that's even pushing it. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see, yeah. It could be like one of the, like how we talk about The Rock coming back to WWE. It could be like one of those type things, you know? Yeah, sure. Um, after that, replays are showing Valhalla spearing Maxine Dupree through a table. It's showing like the Viking Raiders match. And then we see Maxine Dupree and Alpha Academy backstage. Gable says, no one knows what a Viking rules match is. How about they have an academy match? Maxine Dupree tells Valhalla that she's embarrassed her multiple times. Just because Valhalla got one up on her doesn't mean she's fallen off. Dupree then challenges Valhalla to a match next week, and it will be Dupree's first singles match. I don't know about you, bro, but I'm excited to see her in-ring debut. And that's not a sarcastic uh, excitement. That's just me I, wanting to see what she can actually do in the ring. Like I, I kind of am, too. She she won me over in the match last week with the crossbody and then the thank you and just how the i mean i don't know there's something some about that 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 moment went a little hard for me and yep, i can't yep, even yep. lie to you i i was like dang i, I kind of wish that alpha academy was wrestling this week Fox. let me get my uh refresh my john um next was <laughs> logan paul returns to confront ricochet so I know you have some thoughts about this, including Ricochet's like promo and everything, which I'm on the same page as you. Uh, Ricochet makes his entrance. He asks where Logan Paul is, and it's time for him to show his stupid face. First of all, the Ricochet's word choice, like I get they're still trying to be kind of, but then again, no, because I whatever Logan Paul said was even crazier. Like, so Ricochet just backs himself into a corner by saying corny stuff, honestly. So I think Ricochet is getting better, like, baby steps. Like, he's not stuttering, you know? I mean, he's not, yeah. you know, rambling his words, but he's not speaking from here. Mm -hmm. That's I think that's the problem. I mean, yes, yeah. the word choice is cringe. I mean, like, that that goes without, without being said, but he's not speaking from here. I mean, Roman speaks from the chest, from the heart, from the gut. You know what I mean? Gunther speaks from the chest. Drew is so natural yeah. with it at this mm -hmm. point, which I, I have thoughts a little bit on that later, but I'm like, something. 
you gotta believe i don't know if this is a problem and i don't want to come off so critical because we we don't know how hard it is to cut a promo in front of those fans yeah true just believe in yourself and make me believe yeah if you believe in yourself i promise you will believe too and then he didn't make it any better by saying logan paul doesn't belong here because he's an arrogant little prick like bro what are we in fifth grade like bro like you just sound corny it made but, it a little edgy, but yeah, I mean, for once, I'm like, yeah, cussing really wasn't necessary. Yeah, it in this was case. just, it was just cringe. I don't know. Uh, then Paul blindsides Ricochet from behind and happily shrugs. Paul looks like he's reporting on IG Live or something like that, and he accepts the challenge. And then he points to a guy and tells him he'll make him famous, and says the guy needs to get laid and call him a stu- calls him a stupid virgin. Then Paul turns into a super kick from Ricochet. Ricochet hits him with the standing shooting star press before picking up the phone, and Ricochet holds it up and says, we'll see him at SummerSlam. And then we see uh, Paul suffering from the attack from Ricochet. Bro. Ricochet, Ricochet keeps getting the best of him in terms of moves, but Paul's no, winning every sure. time on the mic. So. Yeah, bro. Paul, he's just such a natural heel. Like, he just knows oh, what yeah. to say, when to say it. Like, do you see what Ricochet Very... said about him? No. Ric Flair said that if Paul was a full-timer, he'd be better than 70% of the, like, full-time guys now, which, honestly, I can't argue with, bro. That's, yeah, I even I can argue that. Like, I mean, yeah. how fast he's picked up on everything and how he puts right. on good matches and cutting promos with confidence, yeah. Triple H is right. He has no right to be as good as he is, even as a part-timer. Yeah. yeah. After that, Jackie Robbins backstage with Shayna Baszler, and she asks how she feels about going on with Ronda Rousey. Baszler's asked she's sick and tired of that name. To have Rousey's name brought up with everything she's done, she can't handle it. They're going to have to settle this without words. They'll settle this in a language only Ronda Rousey can understand. At SummerSlam, she'll fight Ronda. So they're kind of hinting at a fight pit match or some sort of match in that degree or caliber. I think fight pit makes the most sense, but I would not be opposed to a steel cage. Mm-hmm. I I remember back um, 2020 for COVID hit when Shayna like just wiped the floor of that elimination chamber match to face uh, Becky. Right? Was it Becky at WrestleMania that year? Yeah. Yes, I, I think so. Yeah. I think so, yeah. and I'm pretty positive and. I remember, like, in the promo for that match, like, Shane was saying, like, this is a type of cage. I thrive mm-hmm. in those cages, like, cages because of my, you know, her- career and history. So, mm-hmm. I, I, I wouldn't be opposed to either or, but I think Fight Pit makes the most sense. And I, yeah. I no offense to Riddle and Rollins, and I mean, because that was a good match, too, the Fight Pit, but that excites me more if they do do this, just because they both have MMA backgrounds yeah, versus background. only Riddle had an MMA background, not Seth. Yeah. They'll both be able to thrive in that environment and feed off each other. Right. Um, after that, we see Damian Priest come to the ring, commercial break. But before the next match starts, we see a uh, mad Logan Paul walking backstage with Byron Saxon. Paul says he's coming to Raw next week to pop Ricochet's stupid bald head off. I believe him. <laughs> uh, so this next we get Senior Money in the Bank versus Apollo Cruz. This match was it was a, it was a squash match, bro. I, in my notes, I said basically squash win for Priest. I feel bad for Apollo, man. He's, yeah, he's he too had athletic. 
you know he's yeah he's too athletic to be getting what he's given you know yeah i mean just came in at the wrong time when vince was still in power bro we haven't like where's johnny gargano bro like hasn't he been injured no i don't know he's just been off of tv i think well, i thought he got injured back to like elimination chamber around wrestlemania season because you remember he had the uh he had the match at Stand and Deliver against Grayson Waller. Yeah. And that was WrestleMania weekend. I, I swear I thought he got injured. He might have been. He might have been. But he just, I don't know, bro. There's a lot of people that just haven't been used, bro. Yeah. Like, even on the SmackDown side, which we'll get into. Because I have some stuff to say about that. Like, the OC, bro. Mm-hmm. Dude. Um, Next, dude, we get my favorite, favorite person. Gunther, he goes face to face with Drew McIntyre. Imperium stands in the ring awaiting Drew McIntyre, and uh, McIntyre says he heard McIntyre makes his way to the ring. McIntyre says he's heard what Gunther had to say when he issued his challenge. McIntyre is ready to fight, so they can do this right now. So Drew doesn't want to wait. Uh, champion Gunther says after all this happens, he wants to fight for the title tonight. McIntyre dares him to. Gunther says he'll put prestige back on this title and raise it to the prestige level it has not seen before. It is unacceptable to defend the title in front of these degenerates, says Gunther. Gunther sees why McIntyre connects with these people just because, like them, McIntyre doesn't get anything done. Now that's that that was a bar, bro. McIntyre just doesn't get anything done in his life. McIntyre failed at Clash at the Castle. And Gunther embarrassed him at WrestleMania. If McIntyre wants to ride his coattails and he accepts, he'll humiliate him at SummerSlam. Bro, he's just so good on the mic. Like, confident. And he's only just going to get better, bro. Like, when you listen to him, you believe what he's saying. Mm-hmm. He's so, he's so like, regal and official. It's like, yo, he, like, he feels important. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then, you know, on that note, to, continue to analyze it i remember you and i once not talked on here but personally talked about or at least i think we did i'm just on the phone uh drew doesn't really have a character which is true like yeah mm-hmm. he has his nicknames but he doesn't really have a character or gimmick but again to play devil's advocate drew also talks with confidence he does speak from the heart he's still getting reactions yeah. out of the crowd and he's speaking with confidence yeah. and energy too so i mean mm-hmm. drew's not failing in that department whether he has a character or not yeah, I heard, Um, I was listening to, you know, Busted Open Radio? No. Oh, it's Dave, LeCre- Dave LaGreca, Billy Ray, uh, Tommy Dreamer, and all them. They have a radio station to talk about wrestling. And Billy Ray was saying that, because obviously the fans are behind McIntyre, but they still feel like something's missing, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like something's missing to get him back to that main, main event spot. And Billy Ray suggested that, they have someone like a mega mega heel talk about how when he first was brought into WWE, he wasn't able, he was supposed to be the chosen one, and then you failed, you got fired. Something just to really make the fans get behind him. And he suggested like it has to be someone that people like hate completely. And he said to Vince McMahon. And I was like, if I saw Vince McMahon on the TV and like belittling Drew McIntyre, I would I would be for that, bro. I'm not gonna lie. Like well, that would that would that would be great, especially because Vince was the one that the one who chose him. him. Yeah, yeah was the chosen mm-hmm. one. So like, imagine Vince. Like, I can't believe I chose you. You failed me. 
Like, bro. Yeah, I, I'm. I know we joke about Vince kind of running our mouth about it, but I'm sure Vince can still cut a promo. So that's what I'm saying, bro. He yeah. definitely can. Yeah. You know, and you know he's been itching to. <laughs> I can done that. Yeah. Yeah. So after they go back and forth, uh, Ludwig Kaiser takes exception with how McIntyre speaking to the ring general. McIntyre says so. Act- he actually likes Kaiser. He's got uh more charisma than Gunther. Kaiser's more exciting than Gunther, and Kaiser should be the leader of Imperium. He says Kaiser will not stand here and listen to him disrespect Imperium. McIntyre says Gunther isn't going to do anything about it. They're both dressed to go. They should fight. Kaiser gets in his face. So McIntyre says they need a referee. So they set up Ludwig versus uh Drew McIntyre, which bro, it was a it was a it was a pretty good match. Like Kaiser can wrestle. Like he's so underrated. Him and Vinci, honestly. Obviously, they're overshadowed by Gunther, but that's kind of their job right now. But honestly, the main takeaway out of this was Corey Graves doing the Ludwig Kaiser impressions. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that? I, I don't think I I don't think I did, but for me, a takeaway was that counter that Ludwig had on the initial Claymore kick. Yeah, 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 yeah. Kick, I was like, that was cold. Yeah. Bro, they put on he used to put on bangers in NXT dog. Like, I just wish that they would get more time in the ring. Like, I wish it was I wish we just got something that we could just see matches. You know what I mean? Just like I don't even know, but like I just miss that like wrestling feeling. You know what I mean? But uh Drew wins that match, he gets the pinfall. And then on this, we see uh, Jackie Redmond backstage with Ronda and Shayna Baszler. Obviously, we know that she said she wants to fight at SummerSlam. Ronda Rousey said Baszler can't challenge her to a fight. Anytime she's in a fight, she is the fight or it's the fight. Ronda Ronda Rousey accepts her challenge. And after that, we get to the main event, which wasn't really a match. It wasn't a match. It was a contract signing between um, Finn and Seth. So we see Finn Balor makes his way to the ring uh, to go to the contract signing. And Finn Balor standing in the ring. Balor says WWE official Adam Pearce was supposed to oversee this contract signing, but because of all the chaos caused by Rhea and the attack on Liv, he won't be able to be there. And the crowd just starts singing Seth Rollins' music as always. Uh, and Balor, you can see him get upset. He says he and Rollins are professionals and can sign this contract alone. Seth Rollins gets to the ring. Rollins uh, <laughs> gets to the ring and gyrates a bit. Rollins, uh, like, the crowd continues to sing his song. Rollins picks up the pen inside the contract. Rollins turns the folio around and slides it, slides it to Balor before sitting down and putting his feet on the table. Balor takes the pen, and he thinks about it before angrily looking at Rollins. Rollins says that Balor has figured out what everyone known has what everyone known for a long time. Balor has absolutely zero chance of walking out of SummerSlam as a world heavyweight champion, which I think is false. I think they're I think Seth's gonna win, bro. I mean, I think Finn's gonna win, bro. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I don't want to say it to predictions, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right. But while mm-hmm. we said that, and this is actually a detail I was gonna analyze anyway. I think Seth low key spoiled what's to come at SummerSlam. Oh, for sure. I think Finn, I think Finn wins and Damian Priest cashes in. 
Bro, I don't – I hope Finn wins. I don't want Damian Priest to cash in right away. Please, God, no. Like, do you just not care about Finn at all? Like, is this what he's waited seven years for? Like, I know it's a story, and I know we're acting. But, like, bro, that title probably does mean something to Finn. You know what I mean? Right, and I hear you, but Damian does that. Finn gets kicked out. Finn becomes a face again. Finn becomes a chaser again. What you just said, seven years, full circle. Bro, I don't set. want world. But they can build it back up, and then Finn could win the feud and win it back from Damian Priest. I feel like that could get Finn back up, like for the fans who are truly behind him again, like they used to be when Vince kept doing him dirty. I hear what you're saying. I would not be opposed to Finn winning, holding it for X amount of time, and then Damian Priest cashed it in. But I think here, I really think that doing what Seth implied and talked about, I don't get people behind Finn. Yeah. You're right. You're right. right. I just don't. I mean, I don't mind face Finn, but I think heel Finn's way better. I know. I agree. I mean, okay. How about this then? Bring back NXT face Finn, because yes, he was a face then, but he was was still still had a little aggression when he needed it. Right. Granted, Mm -hmm. he was using the demon. I don't know if we're ever going to see the demon again. I I personally love the demon, but um. We'll see, man. I mean, again, we've been talking about it since we started this thing the first episode. There's a story there with the money in the bank within the Dutch Judgment yeah. Day. So it's just all going to be about execution and their plan. Yeah. And the crowd keeps singing Rollins' song. Rollins says miracles happen every day, but if Balor is a better man, his title reign will be shorter than his universal title reign was because Balor's boy Damian Priest will cash in on him after the match right then and there. And though you see... You see Balor kind of just like think about it, like, dang, that really could happen. And then Rollins and Balor know because they would do the same thing to him. Rollins tells Balor to keep chasing the ghost. SummerSlam will not be the coronation of the Judgment Day. SummerSlam will be the end of the Judgment Day. Balor smiles at Rollins and signs the contract. Then Balor says to Rollins, he thinks he's so, you think you're so smart and have, you have it all figured out. Rollins thinks he runs this place, but he doesn't. The Judgment Day runs Monday Night Raw now. Rollins says if Balor loses, he'll lose. He also said if he wins, he loses. Balor says he's been losing for seven years. Senor Money in the Bank, Damian Priest, they all uh, come to the crowd, jump through the ramp, and then they surround the apron. But I want to talk about what uh, Rollins, I mean, Balor was trying to describe what he felt like these past seven years. He said that Rollins has been a seven-year itch that he can't get rid of. And he says at SummerSlam, he'll make Rollins his seven-year. Yep. And I thought that was a pretty good line by by Balor. It made me it made me believe the aggression and everything he had inside him. Right. I like and, how I think Seth got a god taste of his own medicine, like the shield. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I thought I bro, I thought of that too. I was like, yo, this is what the shield used to do. Mm-hmm. So someone definitely had to think about that. But yeah, they all surrounded the ring. Rollins slips the table, hits Priest in the uh, head before attacking Balor. Then they all basically gang up on um on Rollins. Priest hits the his finisher, Dom hits the frog splash, Finn hits the coup de gras, and then Rhea's just cheering him on, standing there like she always does. <laughs> But yeah, and it Raw ended up going over five minutes. Did you did you see that? Like oh, they were, they went, went over, 
over the time like five minutes yeah oh, I, didn't, oh, I didn't know that yeah so it was kind of crazy i don't know if that was intentional but i guess they might wanted to see how many people would stay after hmm. but yeah so basically rollins is just left sitting in sitting there after being attacked by judgment day and finn standing over him and i do believe that this is what we'll see come SummerSlam. i agree but it wasn't a crazy raw it was okay did it feel like the last four or five weeks yeah but hopefully after SummerSlam we get a nice reset and we get to see uh some new and better stories come out of it Let's move to SmackDown now. Yep. Yeah, let's say on SmackDown. Yep. All right, so SmackDown kicks off. Jay Uso's in the ring. Then he's interrupted by Roman Reigns. The fans chanting Uso. Roman tells the crowd to acknowledge him. It's just the same stuff, the same stuff. The main takeaways from this was uh Roman was like, Do you know why they call you main event Jay Uso? Do you know why you were uh while you were in main events in the first hand, while you were brought to this level, it's be all because of me, all because of me. Uh, what makes you think you can beat me, Roman said. And then Jay was like, because I already beat you. And that was just like a crazy line because he's not wrong. I don't want to get too black and white about it. I mean, it's still a tag match, but he did kind of, I don't want to say correct himself, but he said, I pinned you. Yeah, which is which is which is true. So I mean, like, which I'm I get what Jay was getting across. I have a quick question for you about this segment. I noticed it mm-hmm. a little bit too, like last week in the segment with the contract. Is Jay still a little afraid of Roman? Bro, I don't know if I don't think he's afraid of Roman. I think that he's afraid of the responsibility of being the tribal chief if he does win. I don't I don't know if he wants. I don't know if he wants all that baggage, you know. Is does the lay corrupt? Remember, yes. I asked that, bro. It does, bro. It does. Our we need we need to write a whole research paper on does the lay corrupt? <laughs> a whole argumental paper on does the lay corrupt? Look at look at the whole dynasty and see like every world champion in this family uh-huh. and like how yeah. like like hey Yokozuna he was a heel mm-hmm. when he was a world champion mm-hmm. so I mean. Mm-hmm. And one of the other things Roman says was, your younger brother respects me the more than he respects you, Jay. And then he was kind of speaking on Solo's behalf, and you just kind of see Solo, like, the, the tension's still building. I eventually think Solo's going to turn, bro. I don't know if it's going to be at SummerSlam, but, and I'm also hoping we see some sort of the elders, because they've been teasing the elders, but we haven't seen them on screen. I do too. I I and I was I really thought that this summer going into the Bloodline Civil War especially would have been such a good opportunity to bring Rikishi back, even if it was mm-hmm. just for one show. I would mm-hmm. I would love to see a segment with Roman and Rikishi, which if I remember correctly from doing my research on like their like their family, I think Roman and Rikishi are actual cousins. Roman and the Usos are second cousins. But they're yeah, that's the how it is. Yeah, they're around yeah. the same age. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, but but Roman and Rikishi are actually first yeah. cousins. Yeah, but yeah. Her, her family, regardless. I mean, it, it really doesn't matter. But I mean, but I mean, I I would have liked to see that. But yeah, I mean, elders elders have to be there in my mind. That's what I'm saying. I mean, because because this is gonna sound a little dark, but I mean, but they're the oldest ones that are still alive. So obviously. Mm-hmm. 
everyone's looking up to them. No one's looking to Peter Maivia anymore, you know, because yeah. he's not here, right? They're looking to the elders, the elders mm -hmm. anointed Roman. But yeah. I think it'd be cool to see the elders and Rikishi there. Yeah. I think Rikishi, Rikishi's an elder, bro, because he's yeah, like in his 50s. I feel like he's considered an elder. Yeah, for sure. And then after that, Jay, we see Jay walking backstage. But after that, after that whole promo segment, Roman's kind of put off. He's like contemplating whether or not he can actually be Jay. And then we see Jay walking backstage. Grayson Waller stops him. Uh, he's Grayson Waller's like, we could have the biggest Grayson Waller show effect, blah, 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 blah his regular stick. Jay Uso acts like he's going along with it. Then he, he's like laughing. Then he puts on a straight face. I thought that was funny. And he smacks Grayson Waller. And then they get uh, eventually put into a match that later tonight for the main event. But the first match of the night was the United States Championship Invitational, Rey Mysterio and Santos, Santos Escobar. Bro, this match, even in, with how it ended, it served no purpose. It literally served no purpose. Like at least have santos win or ray win but for it to be i thought i didn't know that it wasn't a work at first and then i checked twitter and they were like yeah it was it was a work i was like bro what i was like what was the point of doing all this just to have this match end in a referee stoppage okay so he's not he wasn't actually no injured. bro oh, okay no. i was about to say that because really i thought it mad bro right like because if he was she i don't know the referee's name she wouldn't even win just, over until the announcer Jessica Carr, yeah, Jessica wouldn't even went over and told told him that. I think he she would have just mm -hmm. did the, you know, yeah. what what they do, you know, because that's when they do. Mm -hmm. Usually they do that when it's a throw injury. I know sometimes they'll do that, you know, to go along the storyline, but yeah, no, I, you know, they have good chemistry. They have to that's have good I'm chemistry, and, and like so, I mean, they could have at least put on a relative banger for SmackDown. You're like make. You're still fighting for the opportunity to fight for a championship. Make it, yeah. Make it worth something. I mean, LA and I should still be there, and I'm sure we're gonna rant about that again today. But yeah, for sure. at least make it, at least make it worth their time and our time. But yeah, I mean, at this point, Santos was the right person to win. And at this point, I just hope, I hope Santos in theory put on a banger. I mean, and the U.S. title needs to go somewhere else, regardless. So. And bro, like, but the thing is, they're not even doing the match at SummerSlam. They're doing it in two weeks, the Friday after SummerSlam. It's not going to be a SummerSlam match. It's like, what? What really was the point of this, bro? Like, honestly, it makes no sense, dude. They actually announced that it's in two yes, weeks. Yes, two Fridays. Yes, not even at SummerSlam, dude. Okay, well then everyone's being done dirty. That's uh, what I'm saying. And I, I was like listening and it was like listening to like my pod, one of the podcasts I listened to. And they were like, obviously, Ray wants Santos to be the the like the big Latino baby face, you know, but I guess backstage management doesn't see that in him or else they would have him beat Ray clean. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But I'm just okay. now that makes me wonder if Theory's going to win. That's what I'm saying. People are now people are speculating that theory is going to keep the belt, but where do we go from here? This belt already doesn't mean anything. Like, bro, there could, there was well, one solution. They're Early making, night. but they're making it mean less because saying, not bro. not not putting it on SummerSlam. Yeah, dude. I don't, See, I don't this get it. this is where this is where I side with CM Punk. 
yeah. on this. How do you expect people to get better if you don't give them a chance? Yeah. And the people who get over, you don't want to officially put them over. Like, they love not putting people over who get over on their own. They want to be the ones who pick that the people you should like. Right. Yeah, uh, they, I don't know. They, they, they didn't want to pick Daniel Bryan. Well, the fans forced them to pick uh, yep. Daniel Bryan. I hope they forced them to pick LA Knight, quite frankly. I hope Same, that they succumb bro. to that and, and they, they humble themselves and prove we were wrong. This is the guy for now. So obviously yeah. Daniel Bryan got injured and didn't become like the true face of the company. But regardless, he had his moment and he deserved it. But and I hope they do the same for LA Knight. Even if it's just LA Knight winning the United States Championship eventually, it's still, yeah, I know bro, he'll make that title prestigious. Yeah, and we'll get into that later. But whatever what they're doing with him is just, uh, we'll get into that, we'll get into that. But we cut backstage, Kayla's with Bianca Belair. And the women's tag team champions, Chelsea and Sonya. And then we see Charlotte come in. And the moral of the story is Charlotte wants to have a tag match with Bianca against Sonya and DeVille, a non-title match. I don't I don't know why they did this, bro. Because Vince McMahon loves to put champ or like contenders together. Can they coexist before their big championship match? Ooh, uh, you know what I mean? And it's like, why even put the tag champs in that position if you know you're going to have them lose anyway. That just devalues the belt even more. I thought they booked themselves and do a corner with that. I really think yeah. the right decision would have been have the champs win. Yeah. I mean, because... Or just have it end in a no DQ, you know? Yeah, I, I guess. But, like, I again, book themselves into a corner, but I would go with the champs, but, like, have them lose because Bianca and Charlotte couldn't get along. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're fighting, so focused. Yeah. Yeah, they're so focused on their match at SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. I mean, their match is on lock, and I think Austin's going to retain anyway. So, I mean, they don't need to yeah. look strong, strong. But... Bro, I don't – bro, SummerSlam prediction is going to be crazy because, dude, yeah. All right, after that, uh, we see Hit Row in the ring. This is not what I want to see on my TV, bro. But once I saw Hit Row, I was like, okay, we're most likely getting LA Knight because nowhere they're just going to have Hit Row do something because they probably saw how well that pre-show – hit row segment perform they're like we need to put this on tv duh y'all need to put this on tv but yeah hit rows talk talking in the ring doing their little thing then we hear la Knight's music play we hear it drop and bro i tweeted this i believe this is going to be what it is in like like a year or two year or two we're going to be talking about this hearing la Knight's music hit is getting reminiscent of like hearing austin's glass shatter like you hear the L ain't and the crowd just goes crazy. Yeah, I mean we keep talking about. I don't care who is it, Kevin Nash. I don't care what Kevin Nash said. He's a not. Yeah, no one cares about him, bro. Yeah, I mean, well, respect him, of course. Respect but like, him respectfully. Respectfully, no one cares. Right. Respect. But like, but like, Kevin, my guy, do you not know that some things from the past are taken and molded into the present? That's yeah, that's how wrestling works. Sometimes WWE and wrestling in general does recreate history. Sometimes predictability does help. But we've said it before, LA Knight has taken elements from Steve and Dwayne and made into his own. Right. I see no problem with that personally. Me neither, bro. And obviously no. it's working. Like, why are you like, bro? He maybe Kevin Nash is just mad he never got the pass. LA Knight is kidding. When Pug said it's like 
they click through their TV screens, just like your knees now. Click, click. <laughs> he is no, old, man, no, old. no, seriousness, Kevin. Kevin respect, respect, but like, bro, know, know your place. Respect, though. Ellie <laughs> <laughs> Knight walks to the ring. He says, "Let me talk to you." He says he knew Will Smith was in a was in the game, but he didn't know Uncle Phil became a rapper. That was, was funny. funny. That bro. was funny, bro. That was that funny. Was funny. He, he's so good, bro. Like <laughs> he's he says, "Who's hotter than Top Dollar?" Well, a lot of L.A. Knight tells them that he that the B Fab is looking at him with his with B Fab's a girl in the in Hit Row, and L.A. Knight says she has a tingle in her loans and that she's horny for L.A. LA Knight. And bro, the crowd loved that. And then he said, but business is pleasure. And the business is with Ashante, which is a, a third guy in hit row or a second person. I mean, second guy, but third person in hit row. Yeah. And a lot of people claim to be undeniable and inev inevitable, but he lives it, says LA Knight. And he can be the next to get dropped on his head by the megastar with everybody saying LA Knight. Yeah. So we get LA Knight versus uh, Ashante. And it was a okay. It was a short match. La Knight got the win. Obviously, I would hope he would get the win, Lord. <laughs> but La Knight hits the uh, yeah. La Knight wins by hitting the BFT. I'm gonna be honest. It's a hot take. I don't like the BFT. I think it. I think it looks kind of weak, bro. Yeah, I. I can see why you say that. I'm 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 yeah. in the middle on it. I was gonna say this though. Well, I mean, I guess with that being said, that elbow he does is kind of weak. I mean, the only thing he has. Oh yeah, now that's pure. Him. That's pure rock, bro. Oh yeah, hundred percent. But like, it, but people love it. But true. But that's the difference. That like he just jumps up and does it. Mm -hmm. But regardless, what I was gonna say was it seemed like LA Knight was feeling it. I mean, he got a little yeah. up there. Up. He was mm -hmm. running and like. BFT blood force trauma. I mean, he went. Yeah, like it looked like he was feeling it. Maybe it just depends on who's taking it. You know, like who yeah. who can sell it the best. You know, that's true. Yeah, because it is kind of like a modified stunner cutter thing. Kind of. Yeah, but I'm gonna say this just for hope. WWE management is clearly thinking something relatively positive of him. If yeah, he's still getting TV time, and if he got this win, I mean, yeah. he, ever since Money in the Bank, he's still been getting TV time. You're right, and I did hear people say that Vince McMahon has grown a liking to him, but I guess they're just waiting for the right time to push him. I I have faith in Papa H. I mean, he said after Money in the Bank that his time is coming. I mean, he just didn't say what. We're impatient. We want to see it now, but yeah, maybe something better else is in store. Yeah. So we'll see. All right. So we come back from commercial break and we see the Street Profits and Bobby Lashley. They're sitting together backstage. And bro, whatever they're teasing with this new stable, I'm here for it. Basically, for it yeah. Basically, Bobby Lashley said the Street Profits, he comes with high regards from Carmelo and Trick that he should uh take the Street Profits on. And he says that they should all be treated like stars and should dress like stars. And then both him and uh, Montez Ford look at Angelo Dawkins because Angelo Dawkins is the only one who doesn't dress nice. And then <laughs> Lashley says, don't worry. 
he has nothing against the sweats, but he has something more fitting. A lady comes with the rack with a whole bunch of new suits and Lashley tells them it's on them. It's on him and they all shake hands. So it looks like there's a business deal in the making. And I'm hoping we get this new stable. Do her business. I'm hoping for it. Yep. Uh, the next thing was Charlotte Flair and Bianca Belair. They had their tag match with Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. This match was pretty short. It basically ended with Bianca and Charlotte got the win, but Bianca uh, was about to hit, I think it was Chelsea with the KOD. But um, Charlotte made a blind tag. Bianca didn't realize. Then Charlotte ended up um, getting the pinfall to win, and they got into like a little argument after that. But it just made Chelsea and Sonya look so like – they they got buried, bro. Like that's all it is. They got buried. Charlotte was getting positive reactions from the crowd, being excited. So, I mean, that was kind of cool. But something I thought that was a little cringe was I think when Bianca took a kick, Charlotte was like this, like yeah. that. I'm like, Charlotte, you literally do the big boot. You've actually won some matches with that. I mean, I don't know why you're reacting that way. Like this isn't 2010, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, man, I just don't like they could have had two other girls that don't get TV time face Charlotte and Bianca. Why are we having them face the women's champions and having the women's champions lose? Like that literally shows that you guys do not care about those belts at all. That's literally what it is. Like, just get rid of them if you don't know what to do with this. That's what I'm saying, bro. And I was like, people are saying that uh, it might have been they might have. Uh, punish Chelsea because she's letting Matt Cardona like walk, like carry the title around all the indie shows and everything, which I believe WWE would be petty like that. But like, I don't know, man. Have you seen Matt Cardona like post? He's posting with the belts and everything. I heard something about like all the belts yeah. that he has. I, I haven't looked too much into it, but, but I heard something. Yeah. But the thing is, he said he wants back in the WWE, but he said he wants it on his own terms, like Cody Rhodes, you know? Like he wants to be Matt Cardona, not Zack Ryder. Uh, well, I'm kind of like Zack Ryder, not going to lie. Oh, really? Bro, Matt Cardona, yeah. he's, he's made a name for himself. He's, like, considered the king of the indies right now. Okay, well, then I, I'm sure it'll grow on me. I mean, like, he, he's very athletic and charismatic, yeah. so mm-hmm. I'm sure it'll grow on me. So, yeah, Charlotte and Flair get the win. Then they cut backstage uh, as Bailey and EO are standing. EO asked Bailey why she left her last week. Bailey says she didn't leave her. She went to go get the valet, which she didn't. She was scared of Shotzi. She says Shotzi got her to her stuff. Bailey opens up, got to her stuff. Bailey opens up her bag and sees there's a paper by Shotzi saying, See you soon. This match, if we're going to get it, has been delayed for like weeks, bro. They're just, like, building it and building it up. But, like, no one really – like, Shotzi's been wrestling on at the live events. Like, why hasn't she been on TV? Um, I don't know. But what I was going to say was I know Bailey got kind of a minor injury in one of the live events. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if that's did. delayed anything per se. But, um, I mean, obviously she's, she's doing fine, you know, if she was able to go yeah. on TV. So uh, It wasn't a – like, she healed from it. It wasn't, like, a bad yeah. injury or anything. But yeah, so they see the note and then Asuka comes in and she says she'll face two of the best ever at SummerSlam and she begins to speak in Japanese. Io speaks in Japanese and tells Asuka that she respects her, but she will be leaving SummerSlam as a WWE Women's Champion as she raises her money in the bank briefcase. 
I, I don't want to get into who I think is going to win now because we're going to do SummerSlam predictions. But whatever the outcome is, I hope Io cashes in. I'll say mine later, but... Yeah, okay. Okay, okay. Yep, so we get an announcement next that SummerSlam is having a battle royal that consists of both Raw and SmackDown, and it's going to be the Slim Jim Battle Royal. And, bro, what is the actual point of this, bro? Besides Slim Jim wanting a promotion, besides wanting to fill more TV time, not even TV time, PLE time, what is the point of having a Slim Jim Battle Royal with no incentive? The winner just gets nothing as of right now that we know of. Like, do they get a life? I tweeted, I was like, so does the winner get, like, a life supply of Slim Jims? Like, what are we doing, bro? <laughs> like, we cut to a backstage uh, segment of – LA Knight telling Adam Pierce that after last week's uh after last week he's looking at the biggest misstep, not having the biggest rising star in WWE history, be able to get a chance at the United States Championship. So LA Knight basically saying, I like how he kind of acknowledges that they messed up and that he should be the one facing theory. Mm-hmm. Like he tells Pierce that when he says, I want to be put in the battle royal which I hope isn't the push that they were talking about. Because, bro, this is not a push at all. This is just, you threw a dog a bone. A small bone. I mean, unless if there is an incentive with the Battle royal, but as of right now, it's just trash. Yeah, and Sheamus comes <laughs> in with the Brutes. Him and LA Knight go back and forth. Sheamus does do the, he does the yeah. And then they set up a match next week. So we'll see LA Knight and Sheamus next week, which I'm hoping it'll be a good match. I don't have a problem with that. No, it might be interesting. Yeah, I just don't. This, like, Slim Jim Battle Royal, bro. Like, what are we doing? This is almost as bad as the Mountain Dew Dark match, bro. It's not as bad as that, but we'll, we'll see. Like, like, if it's just a regular Battle Royal and they're just saying, oh, brought to you by Slim Jim. But if there's dude, Slim I'm... Jim costumes walking around there, Bro, I'm pretty sure that's what it's going to be. Like, what else would it be? Like, are we going to get a surprise entrance in the Battle Royal or something? Like, but what is this for? Like, what are we doing this for? Like, that's what I don't understand. But, yeah. So, after that, we see Kathy Kelly backstage with Grayson Waller. He tells us that he did nothing and did not deserve to get hit with a cheap shot by Jay. But tonight, he says Jay will pay for that. He tells her that Jay is stressed with Roman Reigns. And this is the biggest match of his career at SummerSlam that he is not ready and he's not ready for Waller. So there's a commercial break. And after that, the OC are backstage and we see Anderson talking about his match against Karrion Cross. And he said it's personal. And he says he needs the OC to just let him go out there alone and handle Cross by himself. So we get Karrion Cross versus Carl Anderson. And bro, I'm a Carl Anderson fan. Because also I've seen his stuff in New Japan and the stuff he's done when, uh, outside of WWE, and bro, I just like Carl Anderson and like I like the OC in general, AJ Styles, Carl Anderson, Luke Gallows, Mia Yim. But why are they feeding Carl Anderson to Karen Cross? Like it was literally, it was basically a squash match, bro. They make Carl Anderson look so weak. Like those WWE checks must be getting, like they must be getting paid good money because bro in new japan they had way bigger roles over there well i mean to answer your question i mean he's getting fed across like them because it's just moving their feud forward i mean in my mind this does make sense i mean i hear what you're saying i 
I'm not a huge fan of Carl Anderson, but I like the guy. I, I like him and, yeah. and Luke Gallows. I mean, I think they're a good tag team and a good in a good faction, but it's just it's moving the feud forward. So I mean, it, it, this does make sense to me. Yeah, it makes sense, but like, I just feel like Anderson and Gallows could be being used. Like, bro, we have a tag division. What? Why aren't we be? Why aren't we using our tag teams like them? Alpha Academy, Viking Raiders. Why aren't they trying to feud for the belt? You know what I mean? Or like right. getting contingent for the belts. I've seen people say, "Oh, they'll split up the belts eventually." You're just do one because there's not enough teams. No, there actually is. There is. Not being utilized. Yeah, there's. They're like, not being used. I mean, the fact that we're like we're complaining and like you just said earlier, oh, there's a lot of guys and on the roster that aren't being used. Yeah, we have the roster to do it. That's why I personally think that the brand, like a true brand split, like when we did it back, I say we did it back in 2016, was perfect. Yeah. Two separate rosters, and when it was just a raw SmackDown pay-per-view, it was just those men and women on those brands mm-hmm. that had to put on the pay-per-view, not the collective best of them all. That's what the big four is for, but I don't get down there mm-hmm. at all. But And, bro, quite frankly, I do not – I can't get behind Karrion Cross. He's trying his best. Like, I know he's trying his best to get across to people, but, like, bro, I just can't get behind him. Like, he's just he's just boring to me, bro. I'm going to say this. I like his new finisher. Oh, yeah, was it the last prayer or something like that? It's something called. like that. Like, kind of yeah. like, like a little similar to the F5. I kind of like yeah. that. I'll say mm-hmm. that. Yeah, the final prayer it's called. Yeah. I just, I just can't, I just can't get behind him. I don't know what it is. But I'm hoping this feud with AJ will make me care about it, care about it more. But yeah. I just feel like there was more star power on SmackDown for AJ to feud with. Because, like, bro, AJ's on his tail in his career. We need some classic AJ matches before he retires, bro. Personally, we'd like to see Styles versus Roman Reigns one more time, but probably yes, not going to get that. Yes, bro. Like, especially this Roman Reigns. I mean, they already yeah. put on those two good matches when it was the big dog and everybody hated mm-hmm. Roman then, but... I mean, the phenomenal one versus the tribal chief. That's a bill mm-hmm. right there for a match. Facts. I would even love to see like Styles and Cody before he leaves. I want to see another Styles and Shinsuke match before. But yeah, hopefully they. This helps Karrion Cross, you know, get get what he what we know that he can bring to the table, like the NXT Karrion Cross. Right. But after that, we see Roman Reigns, Paul Heyman, Sol Sokoa sitting backstage as Jay's music hits, and they watch him walk down to the ring. So next, we're getting Jay Uso versus Grayson Waller. This match wasn't really anything crazy. Grayson Waller really just got, bro, they're trying to build him up. Why they just have him come to just get, like, lose again? But I get it's Jay Uso, but, like, if you guys are want to build him into what you guys say you are, this didn't really help at all in my eyes. He was in the main event of SmackDown. So yeah. um I think Grayson's gonna be fine. Yeah, he'll be I, fine. But, yeah, yeah, I mean, but just I'm trying to think of the right words. Obviously, certain people need to keep getting wins mm-hmm. to stay strong, but I mean I don't think it always needs to happen. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, yeah, he was I in the main event of SmackDown, the match is fine. I mean, obviously, he was more focused on Jay, but I mean, in my mind, it's like, hey, they picked Grayson, the main event SmackDown with Jay. Yeah, so yeah. I, I think Wall is gonna be fine. I mean, I, I'm not sure. I'm not stressing about him taking the L. Yeah, I just don't want him to be that guy who like 
gets like I don't want him to become like the R truth. Like he gets big matches, but only because he's like a gimmick and like funny. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Sure. But during that match, like middle of it, Roman's music hits and Roman comes out. Uh, him and Paul and Solo. Jay's distracted. Waller hits him with the kick to the face. Then we come back from commercial break and Jay takes over and Jay hits Waller. He hits Waller with a spear, bro. He uses the spear. That went hard. Mm-hmm. And he looks at Roman. And then Jay climbs to the top rope, hits Waller with the Uso splash, and he gets the cover for the pin. Jay Uso wins. And then Solo hits Jay from behind, and he begins to stomp on him. Solo lifts Jay up, and he goes for the Samoan spike. But Jay ducks, and he hits Solo with the super kick. Roman gets in the ring. He goes for a spear. Jay ducks, and Jay hits Roman with the spear. And the crowd goes crazy, bro. They, they love that. And Jay, bro, like you said, Jay's spear is pretty good. Jay climbs to the top rope, but Solo pushes him off. Solo grabs Jay and hits him with the rock bottom. I don't, yeah, they've been using him and him and Roman kind of used the rock bottom, the Uranagi. But it's not really used as a finisher, which kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah, I I think the Uranagi and the, the Samoan drop too is is better than the spike. I get yeah. why the spike is built as his finisher. And yeah, I mean. Uranagi and the rock bottom are kind of one and the same, but in my mind, like a true Uranagi is like how Bray Wyatt would do it. Like, mm-hmm. you yeah. you down. like rock bottom is going down with you. So Solo yeah. is kind of doing the rock bottom. I think Roman does more of a traditional Uranagi, but I remember mm-hmm. even in WrestleMania, like Michael Cole called it both. He goes, Roman, yeah. Uranagi, cover, uh-huh. the rock bottom. I'm like, well, which one is it? Oh, I mean, yeah, like, they, they they're like are the same, but I mean, but the difference is you're either you're not you are standing up still and throw them down rock bottom, you mm-hmm. go down. Mm-hmm. So because after yeah. Roman does it a lot, they're like shades of the rock bottom, and I'm like, well, what is it then? Yeah, like, just, but yeah, just, just pick one. Now Jay White's Uranagi, his Uranagi's tough, bro. He does yeah. a good one. Yeah, but yeah, um, Roman gets to his feet. And Roman hits Jay with the spear as they do like a spear and spike combination at the same time. And then they stare at Jay, who's on the mat after that. And Roman yells uh, at Jay and tells him that he can't have the world championship. The fans chant, you got pinned to Roman. And you see Roman like it, like realization setting in. And then Roman looks at the crowd. He goes to Solo. He tells Solo to pick him up again. And they do the spear and spike combo over again. And then Jay is just left sitting there in pain and that smackdown goes off the air yep so some, some, some thoughts like before mm-hmm. we kind of talk about it collectively um i forgot to mention this sooner back at the first segment when solo turns on roman i'm going to be very curious as to the why because i've seen people online saying how like solo's eventually going to turn on him because he'll see like Roman, you know, just beating the crap out of Jay. Like after they have yeah. their match, he's like, no, that's my brother. But I thought a lot, a lot more about what you said or what you'd like to think happen. See mm-hmm. happen with solo turns on Roman and then just goes on his own. Like doesn't even associate with himself with the bloodline. Yeah. See that, that that's what I'm because, well, sorry. Solo is not a face. He's not going to be a face. Mm-hmm. So like, I kind of mm-hmm. started to think I'm like, if he turned on Roman, like, oh, those are my brothers. Like, I've had enough of your abuse. That's a face thing to do. Mm-hmm. Solo's all business. Yeah. Solo, again, should be managed by Paul Heyman. Paul Heyman doesn't manage, manage baby faces, in my mind. Manages yeah, no. heels, heels or tweeners. And yep. 
I'm just going to be very curious to see as to why Solo turns on Roman. And you know it's going to – it's it'll at least mid the bare minimum be something like shove Solo – and then mm-hmm. pop spike because mm-hmm. solo is not gonna take what jimmy and jay took bro oh no the, the soon as that is it like i'm honestly surprised solo's already taken the no yeah uh-huh. no like in money in the bank i mean you could see you could see solo solo go, oh sorry my tribal chief i'll tag you and like he's yeah. like and then tag yeah him. that's why my theory is like solo he does like he just wants to be he doesn't care he just wants to be at the top by all means necessary yeah yeah and you know i already we already talked about i got your thoughts on if roman's scared of solo which i don't think he is i think he's just scared of the thought of solo trying to butt heads with him mm-hmm. and uh something no- a little thing i noticed was that roman slipped at one point and he caught himself got back up right before jay speared him so kudos to roman for that because that that sequence mm-hmm. could have got messed up i noticed yeah. that and again roman Roman's so Roman's good at selling, and he's good at selling his own move. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and bro, like he's been just this whole storyline has just, like his his acting has just been it's been great, bro. Like all of them, bro. Much like, better. oh yeah. If you told me like Roman Reigns would be like this, like back in like 2015, I'd be like, yeah, you're tweaking because no, he can't even cut a promo right. Yeah, and I uh, just one little detail I noticed too. Solo cannot. Hit the spike on Jay on his own terms. Yeah, he can only uh-huh. hit the spike when they're doing the spike and spear. Yeah. But like last mm-hmm. week, flip the table goes to do it. Roman stopped him. Mm-hmm. This week went to do it, but Jay ducked. I mean, like he can't mm-hmm. hit the spike on Jay, which I, I don't know. That, that's something small I noticed. I'm thinking that like maybe they're me like foreshadowing like he's not gonna ever eventually do it on Jay, but he would he'll do it to Roman. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Cause I know I know everything they're doing is for a particular reason, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Little just there's always been these little details in this whole mm-hmm. storyline. Mm-hmm. But let's move on to SummerSlam predictions, man. Cause we'll be recording the next one uh, after Sunday SummerSlam, after. right? Or the yeah. Sunday after? Yeah. Well, yeah, man. So, what match do you want to start with? I got I pulled up an article uh, right here. All right, cool. You can still see me? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So, yeah, it's I'm just going to the order of this article. So, right off the bat, we got Roman versus Jay, Tribal Combat. Oh, is it the, is it the uh, Digital Eye Spy site? Uh, it's just CBS. Oh, okay, I'm going to go to that one then. So, I can look at it while you're... Uh, gotcha. Yeah, right off the bat, you got Roman versus Jay. So, Undisputed title, title, Tribal Combat. Obviously, I'm going with Roman for the win. I know there's little teases of Jay winning, but I think it's just a tease. One thing, though. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I want to add this as a bonus prediction, but I'm starting to think, what if Jimmy cost Jay the match? You know, I heard people think about that, and I could honestly see that happening. I only say that because, like, a page I followed on Instagram – they posted just a, a, a screenshot of the ending from Edge versus Jeff Hardy at the Royal Rumble 2009 mm-hmm. and how Matt Hardy cost Jeff that match. Yeah. So people are saying they've been wanting to see like a main event uh, match between Jay and Jimmy. 
I feel like if they're gonna do that, they gotta do it at WrestleMania. I mean, you know yeah. that they, they they would want to do it at WrestleMania, but mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I mean, really, I personally would just rather see just Roman and Jay just slug it out, throw everything at each other. And I personally would like to see Roman win clean. Don't have Solo involved, don't have Paul involved, really don't have Jimmy involved, but don't have the elders involved. That'd be that'd be pretty crazy. But um i don't know i'm starting to kind of think what if jimmy turns on him but for sure for sure prediction roman wins and retains yeah i think i'm gonna say roman too but i just know that it's not gonna be a tribal combat nose qualification same thing anything goes i know there's gonna be shenanigans involved whatever whether it's solo or we see jimmy uh but yeah i don't think they're gonna have jay beat roman just because I don't think Roman's time is done yet, as as crazy as that sounds. It doesn't sound crazy, but, like, he's been champion for so long, bro. And I think the only way he would drop it is out, is out of mania. But, hey, maybe WWE throws a curveball. We see Solo cost Roman the win. And maybe, I don't know, man. But, yeah, I, I'm going to go with Roman, too. I've always seen Merritt and Roman getting dethroned at SummerSlam just because it was three years ago at SummerSlam when he returned as this gimmick and his, yeah. his career obviously took off. But WrestleMania is where things end and where new things begin. Mm-hmm. So I, I just think it's just going to make the most sense. Yeah. Cody versus Brock is next. I mean, just, just straight up, I got Cody winning. Yeah. I have Cody winning two. I just feel like this match is going to be underwhelming unless it was like a stipulation. Because like we've seen yeah. Cody, both of their matches were underwhelming to me, you know? I just hope I mean, I think- that it's either like a slugfest regular match where like they just go all out, bro, or it's a stipulation. Yeah, I mean, as of right now, we're making these predictions. It's not a stipulation, but yeah, Cody, Cody wins. Hopefully they come up with some creative. Oh, but I do have a bonus prediction. Uh, there's talks of Bray Wyatt coming back. He's supposed to start a feud with one of the main eventers. So it's either going to be Cody or I think Bray Wyatt or Randy Orton is going to return. One of the two. Okay, my bonus prediction is that Randy will return. Okay. I'd like to see Bray, but... I don't know, man. Braze. I love yeah. Braze. Bro, I, I tweeted it and I was like, bro, like, it's just getting annoying how he comes and he goes. Like, he starts the story and then stops the story. And it's like, my attention, like, I feel like he has one more good chance. Like, as much as I love him, I feel like he has one more, like, good chance to gra- gra- grasp my attention. But yeah. 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 World Heavyweight Championship, Seth versus Finn. And. I'm going to go with what Seth said. I got Finn winning, and I think Damian Priest will catch. So, so two different predictions. The, the bonus prediction is Damian Priest cashing in, but I got I got Finn winning, winning the title. I have Finn winning, too. I feel like WWE would be, the, like, they would have Damian cash in, right? Like, not even, like, a minute after, like, 20 seconds after, bro. Because you see they're already teasing it. Like, Damian's been looking at the briefcase when as Seth has been on the ground recently and stuff. But, yeah, I have Finn winning. I'm not going to say the bonus prediction that Damon's going to cash in because I don't want that to happen. But I have Finn winning for sure. Sure. 
Got the triple threat match for the women's championship, Oscar versus Bianca versus Charlotte. I I just got I just got Oscar winning. I wouldn't be surprised if EO cashes in, but I'm not I'm not gonna bonus predict that. Bro, I'm gonna throw a curveball. I have Charlotte winning. Cause I think WWE just wants to bet on Charlotte. Cause they always tend to do that. And it seems like the only women they care about are Charlotte, Bianca, and Becky. Like that just seems like the big three. And I feel like they think uh, that Asuka isn't capable of having a credible, not credible, but uh, long title reign just because, like, I guess they might think the fans can't connect with her in some type of way just because of the language barrier and stuff. But I don't know, man. I've, I really hope they don't do Asuka like this because she literally just got the belt not too long ago, bro. She hasn't even had the chance to have a full reign yet. But just knowing WWE and how they Charlotte is literally their like go to golden child, I feel like they're gonna have Charlotte win, and my bonus prediction will be EO cashes in on Charlotte, and then we get the EO. I wouldn't mind seeing an EO Charlotte feud. You can get down with that. Yeah. Uh, now we got Gunther versus Drew for the IC title. I think it's going to be a banger. I think they can steal the show, and I got Gunther retaining. Yeah, I think this is going to be sneaky match of the night. Not sneaky because we know both guys are capable of putting on a crazy banger. But, yeah, I think this match will be a standout match, and I have Gunther winning. I think they're going to end up giving Drew the title after the or the pay-per-view after he breaks Gunther breaks the Honky Tonk Man's record because then they want to set Gunther up for, like, a World Heavyweight Championship run. But, yeah, I have Gunther winning. I can see that for sure. I would like to see uh, Drew have his moment that he, unfortunately, got robbed of due to COVID. Yeah. Whether it's the IC title, eventually a world title run, because I think Drew does deserve that mm -hmm. again. Or even hear me out. I mean, but this is going to be eventually, because it's on SmackDown, a U.S. title victory, because that would make Drew Grand Slam champion. That's the oh, only title right, he has right. won. Yeah. I mean, he won the NXT title before he won the U.S. title. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, but I'll go down that rabbit hole, but I, I I agree with you. I think Drew will eventually will eventually win win the IC title again. Yeah, because it's been years since he won that title. He needs another bro, run. With it. It's been so long, dude. Right. Oh, and bro, to another side note, this is the first time that we're gonna that fans are gonna be able to see Roman versus Jay one on one together. That's yep. That's true. So because I just only... yeah happened during the Thunderdome mm -hmm. era, or however you want to call it. Right. Yeah. Which I mean, and those matches were all they were good as it bro, was. They were I, I great, bro. Yeah, and which to give a to, to focus on some positives of the Thunderdome era, I feel like with there being no fans, we could hear more of them talking and telling mm -hmm. the story and focusing mm -hmm. on their character. Not even just on Roman and Jay, but all the wrestlers. Mm -hmm. Like they, they yeah. really got to focus more on their characters at that time. Yeah, it made it feel like you were actually watching a movie, you know, like right. or like a play, like a theater play or something like that. Right. Exactly. Yeah. So I mean, yeah, I mean, night their match of Clash of Champions was great. Hell in a Cell was cinema. I mean, everyone's mm -hmm. acting was good. I just. I'm excited to see that the match is finally going to end in pinfall submission because the one yeah. thing I didn't really like about their very first match of Roman's reign was Jay threw in the town. Like, man, this isn't boxing. Yeah. It's WWE. Yeah. But the, but the high quit was very creative in the Hell in a Cell match. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, and bro, I feel like um this match in itself is going to take like the last hour. It has to take the last hour up, dude. Because think about the stuff before the match. 
the building up because you know they always take it slow and they build up to the last like five to ten minutes and then there's always the aftermath of the match it's literally like a whole movie in itself bro it's like oh, a yeah. whole movie cycle in itself so i just so know maybe, that that's gonna take a minute and maybe solo turns on roman afterwards we don't know yet but i mean yeah, that, yeah. that's a good point i again not to keep going down this rabbit hole but that does make me feel a little bad for everybody else on the card because you know that there's going to be like a bathroom break match and like yeah, it's probably dude. Or at least be rushed. So yeah. like every, like everyone that's going to be wrestling deserves their spots, but mm-hmm. it's the storyline WWE. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's literally just... the biggest story in wrestling arguably ever, you know? Right. So uh, next we got Logan Paul. Wait, what did I just do? Logan Paul versus Ricochet. Uh, I actually got Logan Paul on this. Yeah, same. Do I want him to win? I want I want Logan Paul to get a win, but I don't think Ricochet can afford to lose to Logan Paul because that's just going to make us not care about Ricochet even more. True, but it, yeah, that's true. It's just someone said that recently. It actually might have been Logan himself saying they're booking this match so Logan can get a win. And Logan's yeah. lost four straight matches now, if you would include every match, not just one-on-one mm-hmm. matches. But at the same time, Logan doesn't really need a win. Yeah, he's a, just a win. And, and, like, he's just – like, if – he's there, just bring eyes to the company. So he doesn't necessarily right. – people are still going to hate him either way, you know. But at Ricochet the same time – no, you're good. Sorry, I'm just gonna say, but at the same time, it's like, how do we still take him seriously if he doesn't get a few? If he wins never wins, yeah, that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. So, so I don't know, man. It's kind of 50-50, honestly. It, it is. I mean, maybe they draw it out. Maybe they they wrestle payback too. I mean, who knows? Yeah, but maybe we'll, we'll see. But for now, I'm go- I'm going with Logan. I'm yeah. I'm gonna have to go Logan too. Next, we got Ronda Rousey versus Shayna Baszler. No fight pit or anything confirmed yet, but I got Shayna. Yeah, I got Shayna, too. I feel like this will end up just being a one-and-done match, and she just wants to put Shayna over, so I'm going to go Shayna. Right. And then next, we got that. the uh, I mean, what's obviously really going to steal the show will be match of the year, Slim Jim Battle Royal. Um, yeah, bro, but... that, that has to be the main event, bro. Like, there's no way. <laughs> but, <laughs> like, this... I, I guess Roman. for the sake of this, for the sake of predictions, I'll go LA Knight if he's going to be. Bro, since if he's if they're doing all this and he doesn't win, what it like? What really? What's the point? Like it's like WWE. Like what are you doing? Like, yeah, I mean, like, or whether it's Vince or whether it's Hunter, it's like, are you just finding your new Dolph Ziggler? Be like, I'm bored. Let's bury yeah, him. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it's like, what are we doing here? Right. And I don't know, dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm just looking at it now. It's, I mean, Becky Trish isn't really confirmed yet, but obviously it's gonna happen at SummerSlam. But for now, I'm just, I'm, I'm going with Becky. It has some other matches that, like, the article thinks might happen, but Kevin is mm-hmm. her. Uh, I don't think they're gonna just immediately put in Raquel like that for the match of the Rhea. Yeah, a lot, a lot of the matches, I don't feel like they have time to build them up. Right, and you said you, know, you told me the theory, and Escobar will be on SmackDown, and that makes me yeah, sad. Got so. announced last night. Yes, I mean, but Be- Becky's beating Trish. There's no way she's not. So that's that's the last prediction I have. Yeah. So on Sunday, we'll figure out who got more right, guys. Yeah. So special prompt time. 
Special prom oh, time. Wait, I do want to uh, take note that uh, the Great American Bash is happening this Sunday coming up. And, bro, the, the match card looking looking pretty good. So, Who's Melo defending against? Um, Ela Dragunov. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. That'll be a good match. It's going to be a good match, bro. And people are speculating that Carmelo might drop it just to get up to the main roster to join the Bobby Lashley stable. But I don't know, man. We'll see. But that's gonna be a that's gonna be a pretty good uh paper or PLE. But yeah, special prompt, man. Today's special prompt is a good one. I actually had very fun making this list. It is our top five dream matches. Uh whoever, like any people, it can be from any generation or anything. So top five dream matches. You wanna go first? Should go first. All right, cool. I'll go first. All right, so my first one, Gunther versus Batista. The battle, battle of the power bombs. I just feel like that would be a hard-hitting, what did JR say, slobber knocker, bro? Slobber knocker. That's a clash of styles, too. Facts. Hold on, my computer is, uh, I need to plug it in. There we go. But yeah, Gunther versus Batista, bro. That's just like main event all over it, bro. Like imagine those two facing off in the middle of the ring. Bro, come on, bro. Come on, bro. Next one is Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns. I would want this to take place at a WrestleMania because, bro, you know how Roman has that aura around him? Kenny has that same like aura. Like when Kenny's interests, he has like, theatricals like seeing those two both walk to the ring to to square it off against each other and then kenny being able to be able to carry not only the wrestling aspect of it because we roman's not like a crazy technical wrestler you know what i mean yeah roman roman gets to wrestle first yeah but with kenny dude they could add like a, that technical side that strong style like new japan side those crazy moves and it could just, bro, it could be a banger, bro. And Kenny is also good at, like, the acting side of it, too, just like Roman. Like, Kenny literally bases his character off, like, like Japanese animes and stuff like that. Right. Yeah, so I just feel like that aura in that match would literally be, like, one of the biggest matches of all time. Kenny Omega versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Yeah, I mean, from what I know about Kenny, I mean, he's him. <laughs> so, I mean, bro, yeah, I, mean, I, I agree me, with you. Bro. Bro, he's he's in bro, he's in my top ten, bro. Definitely. Uh next one, Adam Cole versus Shawn Michaels. Just because the influence that Sean had on Adam and them being Sean bringing him up in NXT, uh they Adam Cole took the super kick. He's made that a part of his moveset. I just feel like they could just have a banger wrestling match bro like especially on the mic too the pro and battles would be crazy because they're both kind of have like the same attitude because when adam cole wants to be a heel he can be a heel bro when Shawn michaels wants to be a heel bro he can be a heel bro i just feel like they could just have a crazy uh feud um next one this is probably a lot of people's that we've been waiting to see it might happen soon rock versus roman that would be probably the biggest match ever dude probably ever bro yeah tribal chief roman reigns versus the rock 
for the it literally is, it is it is up there i, I can't argue yeah. with that it is up there i feel like like dude there's no way that's not like selling out every single seat in the stadium bro and imagine yeah. the rock and this imagine this roman and the rock on the mic together like that's, bro that's cinema i mean it, it's in your background you got two cinemas that that's cinema no literally twice in the making like imagine roman saying what makes you think you can walk back in here thinking that you're still the head of the table matter of fact you were you weren't even you were never the head of the table you're right, just yeah, the guy right. who used corny lines, but I'm the right. real like, bro. Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, but Dwayne saying like, look at what I did. Look what I yeah. did. Yeah, I mean, I'm one of the few in the family that did actually win the world title before mm -hmm. you did. But I would love to see Dwayne like, it's like I'm, I'm sorry. Like, what do you think about that? Or I'm like, it doesn't matter what you think. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Sure. I mean, yeah, it's corny, but it works. It's gonna get pops out of the crowd. Like Rock just cut off Roman. So, I, mean, I don't want to get too deep into it. I already said it last week. Do I want to see this match? Of course I do. But do I think we're going to? No, I'm sorry. Probably I don't. Not. Yeah. I, 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 Dwayne has nothing. To, he doesn't owe WWE anything. I mean, mm -hmm. I want to see it absolutely. But I think, I just think WrestleMania in Hollywood it was the right yeah, time to write it on the wall. But yeah, Cody versus it's literally, but, but, it's literally the definition of a dream match. Like, probably won't ever oh, yeah. happen, but it would be crazy to see. And my last one is uh, Dolph versus Adam Cole. Dolph Ziggler versus Adam Cole. Like, prime okay. Dolph Ziggler versus Undisputed Era Adam Cole. Just like, I want to see, like, a, a spot of them, suit like, trading super kicks, like, 10 times in a row. Boom, 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 boom. Dolph selling. Like, I just feel like it could be a banger. Like, imagine that match taking place on, like, 2018, uh, 2019, black and gold, bro. Takeover. I mean, yeah, the absolute banger. Yeah. Like, bro, that'd be insanity. But, yeah, those are my... Uh, you could probably give those guys any stipulation, too, like Iron Man or two. Yeah, fact. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I did want to say, my first one, Gunther versus Batista, I had a hard time picking, so I'm going to do an honorable mention. Uh, Brock versus Batista. Man, if I could rebook WrestleMania 30, that's a match I would do. Yeah, Beast versus the Animal. It it has yep. the right amount of war. Yep. I'm actually I'm actually glad that you just did an honorable mention because you you when one of your picks just triggered another pick for me. So I, okay, but uh, the order doesn't matter. I'm just now nah, now nah, I'm just going with an honorable mention just to add one. But here here am I. Yeah. And not to get off track, I think we need to do this one again. But you're oh, making... yeah, we yeah, because I have more, bro. Yeah, right. You're making two. me want to go play these on 2K now. So. Yeah, facts. You're mine. I'm gonna start off with a banger. But... And and obviously we're talking about we're talking about these everybody in their prime. Roman Reigns versus Yokozuna. Okay. I mean. Yoko, okay. to quote Undertaker, he was like a cat. He was very athletic yeah. for his size, despite being big. Yeah. He was, I don't know what Yoko is the Roman. I can't remember that that detail about their bloodline. Yeah, I know they were actually yeah. I know they do have the same blood. I mean, and mm -hmm. not to split hairs, but like Roman and Rock actually aren't related. It's just Rock's grandfather, Peter Maivia, who he actually isn't related to by blood. I don't know if you knew that, but I'll, I'm gonna just quickly say that. Rock's mom was adopted by peter Maivia. 
Oh, that wasn't Peter Maivia wasn't uh Ada's actual dad. No. Oh, what the heck? I didn't know that. Yeah, I, I actually I looked that up on Wikipedia and found that out. Like because S- Samoans don't I mean there's exceptions, right? But Samoans don't call family what you and I call family. So what actually happened is Peter Maivia, Rock's grandfather, did uh became blood brothers, I think, with Roman's mm-hmm. grandfather or great grandfather. Mm-hmm. Well, hey, Something bro, like they're some blood is thicker than actual blood. Oh no, absolutely. Yeah, no, you know I'm I mean, saying it's still, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's still a dream match. I mean, but I'm just saying, yeah. like they like when they say that I am a little black and white at times. Don't get me wrong. There's people in my life that mm-hmm. I call family that aren't, but like, yeah. but they are not. They are not blood. Not nah, yeah. If you're getting technical with it, yeah. <laughs> yes, but but don't get me wrong. Still a dream match. But Roman and Yokozuna, I know, are in the same family tree. I know that for a fact. And yeah, I mean, hey, if you want to get down right to it, yo, if anything, if I remember correctly, Yoko won the world title before anyone in the family did. Bro, Yoko, his rise to the top. It's funny you say that because someone mentioned that. Roko, his his rise to the top was fast. He won the Rumble, and then he won the belt at that Mania, I think. Like, it was quick. He was, yeah. He, he debuted in that, like, November before the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I mean, he – and then he put Hulk Hogan on the shelf, and then that whole yeah. new generation came in. He feuded with Undertaker. I mean – you know, Undertaker, I mean, said it himself. I mean, like, Yoko could wrestle. He was a good guy. Like you said, I mean, his rise to the top was very quick. And honestly, his tenure in WWE was very short. But not to keep going down the rabbit hole, I mean, I think that would be kind of, hypothetically speaking, just a good a good family affair. You know, the tribal chief versus, I don't remember what Yokozuna's nickname was, but versus Yoko for all the gold. It'd be a banger. Facts. Second, Brock Lesnar versus Vader. Okay. I like that. Vader's a powerhouse, and obviously in their prime, Vader can do the moonsault. I think it'd just be a hard-hitting affair. I like I mean, you that. know, you know Brock could lift lift Vader. I mean, he's lifted Omos, he lifted Big Show, all mm-hmm. these guys, but it'd still be cool to see the Beast F5, you know, the man they call Vader. So, I mean, not, not much to say on that one. Imagine Brock selling the vader bomb that too number three my mind's drawing a blank i just had this oh, man i'm getting them mixed up now shoot i'm sorry but number three aj styles versus bret hart yo that would be a banger dude phenomenal one versus the excellence of execution yep, the hitman yep. that'd be a banger bro would be a banger. I mean, I, I don't think I need to explain anything about that. Now you got me. That'd be that'd be crazy. Yeah. Next, shoot. Uh why did I lose these? You should have. I wrote mine down because I was like, bro, I know I'm a mess. No, I should have wrote them down. The other one, Johnny Gargano versus Shawn Michaels. Oh, okay, yeah, for sure. That's kind of like in the yeah, same I mean, Adam Cole with uh, Shawn. They were oh, yeah, I mean, like, together. Yeah, but I mean, both of them facing each other. But I mean, you know, Mr. WrestleMania versus Mr. Takeover. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, yeah. That's five stars written all over it. Dude, you said that. Imagine this triple threat Cole, Gargano, Sean. Oh, well, I mean, six stars. I mean, right? Right. I mean, triple super kick all together. Yeah, right. I don't care what Dave Meltzer says, bro. Facts, but I just I just remembered uh, the other two, Randy Orton versus Stone Cold. 
Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now we talking. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, okay. I mean, okay, okay. Stunner, Stunner, and RKO. Okay. Have, have both of them as heels. It doesn't matter. Just, just yeah. beat the crap out of each other. Yeah. Kick out fast. Pops. All of that. I mean, like they, they, that's writing on the wall right there. The rattlesnake versus the viper. Easily, yeah. Right, and then honorable mention. This is, I think, this is one of the ones you triggered. MJF versus Ric Flair. Oh, yes, 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 because they both have very similar wrestling styles too, and personas. Yep. So it's literally who can be the the bigger bad guy, you know? Like who? Yep. Can be the, yeah. Imagine the promos, bro, dude. Yeah, yeah. That's all I gotta say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like most of them I don't even need to explain just because it's just like banger, banger, mm-hmm. banger, or at least just hard hitting and entertaining, you know? For sure. But we're definitely going to come back to this one in the future. I mean, yeah, we're, so, doing, so, we're doing so many ideas. And sure. I eventually, eventually want to do like, um, we should do like some tier list videos, you know, where you, you we, we can share the screen and then do like a tier list of like, worst uh or like best looking wwe championships or like stuff like that just like fun stuff we can do just like oh, put yeah. Up. yeah for sure we got plenty of ideas but we'll come back to this one in the future but uh that's all that i have uh we apologize for the technical community technical difficulties we will yeah, next right. time you guys see us and hear us we're just going to be talking about SummerSlam. yeah if any any other matches are announced uh, we'll just update our predictions but uh Give us a follow, guys, on our social media. We got YouTube and Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Versatility. I'm CJ McClure, and thank God for wrestling. Yes, sir. I'm Johnny King. Thank God for wrestling, man. Our Instagram is thank God for wrestling pod. Those will be obviously listed below. And if you click the link in our Instagram, it'll take you to the Apple Podcast and the Spotify link so you guys can listen to the audio. And, yeah, the audio will be up before the video, but don't forget to check the visuals out, guys. So. We thank you all for joining us today, and, yep, we'll see what SummerSlam has in store. So thank God for wrestling. Thank God for wrestling. We'll see you.